Tanya for the 22nd of Cheshvan is in Egeres HaKedush, Daf Kuf Nun Omed Aleph. The number at the bottom of the page is 582. We're at the bottom of the page, the last line on the page. The, in this letter, the 29th letter, the Alter Rebbe is explaining the greatness of Halacha, of the study of Halacha, greater than the other parts of Torah. And he, he bases it on the statement that every neshama has to come down into this world in many incarnations until it completes and fulfills all 613 mitzvahs of Torah. What is the purpose of the mitzvahs? That every person has to do them all. It's because every mitzvah is a garment that enables the neshama to connect with the pleasantness or the pleasure of godliness. Since the three parts of the neshama, nefesh, yuach, neshama, are created beings and are finite in the way that creation is finite, it is therefore impossible for them, for the neshama, to experience the pleasantness of God, neyam Hashem, and the tzachtzachis, and so on, other than through a garment. And this garment is produced by the mitzvahs. And since there are 613 parts of the nefesh, you need 613 garments so that not a single garment would be missing. And so the mitzvah is like the, the, the beam or the pillar that stands on the floor and reaches to the ceiling, connecting the ceiling to the floor, in that doing the mitzvah here on earth connects the neshama to the highest level of tainug, of pleasure, which is pnimius hakeser, the higher level of keser. Now at the bottom of the page. And this is the meaning of the statement in the Zehar. That the mitzvahs that people do brings down from the supreme light a garment and with this garment they can see, they can experience the Noyam Hashem, the pleasantness of God. Tainuk. Because through the mitzvah, the mitzvah creates the garment, and through the garment, the neshama is capable of containing the pleasure without becoming nullified and destroyed by it. And although there in the Zayar, he is speaking about the lower level Gan Eden, in the garments that the neshama uses through which to experience godliness is the garment of the actual deed, the actual act of the mitzvah, which seems to imply that the garment is useful not because it is divine will, the mitzvah, but because it is action. As he said earlier, that Ratzin, the will of God, is the, is the backside or the lowest level of the pleasure of God. That Ratzin is the byproduct of Tainug, of pleasure. As we see, 
that a person wants that which is not painful. In other words, that which is consistent with the pleasure. Because Zatzin is a product of pleasure. We also see that when a person is studying and he understands something well, he gets pleasure from it. Because pleasure is the pnimius, the inner dimension of Seichel. The actual Seichel itself is the external garment, and yet through the garment he experiences that which is the pnimius within the garment, the pleasure. And there it's very visible. But the same is also true with Rotzein and Tainut. That when a person does what he wants, has what he wants, that produces pleasure. Because the pleasure is the inner dimension of will. And so the, the will of God, which is the mitzvahs, through that garment, through the will, we come to the pleasure. Here he seems to be saying that it is through the act of the mitzvah, the virtue of the act rather than the virtue of the will, and concerning the higher Ganeidin, there the garments come from the Kavana and from the sincerity and the intention of the heart, which again seems to be a virtue other than the divine will. This seems to be the greatness of sincerity and, and devotion of the Nefesh, the soulful, the virtue of the soulful service. And he says there in the Zehar that after the Neshama experiences the pleasures that are produced by the garments of the mitzvah in the lower level Gan Eden, then he can rise to the higher Gan Eden where the garments there are made not from the act of the mitzvah but from the kavana. So the answer is, when we say that the kavana produces the garment, and it is the virtue of the kavana that enables the, the neshama to experience the pleasantness of God. He kavonas It's not kavana without service. The kavana is the kavana that accompanies the actual study of Torah for its own sake. He's not studying to satisfy his neshama. He's studying because that's what a person should be doing. Because that's the mitzvah, that's, that's the person's mission, and that's what God wants. And in doing that, he has the kavana. So there's never kavana alone. As we learned earlier in Tanya, kavana alone is nothing. Like wings without a bird. And the mitzvah of Talmud is also included in the active mitzvahs because the movement of the lips is considered an act. And halachically, thought is not as, as does not replace speech. So the mitzvah is to speak the words of Taida and thinking them alone would not be sufficient. He would not be fulfilling the mitzvah if he only thought the words of Taylor and didn't actually say them. The same is true also of davening, that you have to say the words, and saying the words is considered an act. So it is the mitzvah of the study of Taylor and, of the, and of, of the davening that makes the kavana valid. Another thing, 
say that kavona is higher than speech and than action. This virtue is eina mitzad atzma. It is not because of the neshama itself. It's not because this is more soulful. Rather, the virtue of kavona is that it reveals more of the divine will. As we learned earlier in the first part of Tanya, the virtue of kavona over action is in that action. There, there is the expression of the divine will in that you are doing what God wants because God wants it, only it is not necessarily revealed. You yourself may not even experience the fact that it's God's will. Whereas kavana, in kavana you reveal and experience consciously that this is God's will. So the virtue of kavana is not that it is your inner intention and that it is your inner experience, but rather that God's will is being revealed and being experienced. So ultimately, it is the rotsin ha'elyin that produces the garment, even if the garment is coming from kavana. And it is that garment that enables the neshama to experience the nayam Hashem, the element of pleasure, which is even higher than Ratzin. In the Hayyim Yayim for Chav Beis Cheshven, the Rebbe writes that one of the teachings of the Magid, the Mazitcha Magid, which the Alter Rebbe heard when he was a Mazitch for the first time from late summer of 1764 until after Pesach of 1765, the title was Anechi of Sisi Aretz V'odom Aleha Barasi I have created earth and on it I placed man. Anechi means he who is the true I. Unknown and concealed even from the loftiest levels of creation. So this I, the true I, unknown and concealed clothed himself through numerous tzimtzumim and contractions in order to, in, in order to be able to, get, to create and to produce rafim, chayes, efanim, angels, and worlds beyond number. And through these numerous tzimtzumim and contractions, I made this physical world, and on this physical world, barasi, I created man. Man is the ultimate purpose of creation, and Barasi is the ultimate purpose of man. Barasi, which means I created, also has the gematria of 613. So man was created for the 613 mitzvahs. And it says in the Pardis, quoted in Sefer Habohir that the attribute of Chesed said to God, Master of the Universe, since Avraham has been on earth, I have not had to perform my task because Avraham stands and serves in my stead. Avraham was the embodiment of Chesed. And because Avraham, a soul in a body, occupying himself with hospitality to strangers in order to be able to, to teach the, the oneness of God, in this world, in this lowly world, this is actually on a higher level, on a higher plane, than the attribute of kindness as it is in Atsilus. The complaint 
of the of the attribute of Chesed is an expression of envy, of Avraham's service, of Avraham's Avedah by the attribute of kindness of Atilus.